0: The June Rochelle Podcast. Affirmations for African-American women. Have you ever been a control girl? Have you ever known a control girl? Control girls are moved by fear of powerlessness and sometimes an insatiable ambition rooted in narcissism of her own making. She has tasted power and will never be powerless again. So she believes. Her behavior seeks to dominate and destroy all while dreaming of being elevated and illuminated. Today, we're gonna talk about Sarah. She was a control girl. According to the Jewish Women's Archive, much of the story about Sarah in Genesis is about her role as both Abraham's wife and also perhaps his biological family member. She would also have been the aunt of Lot and Bethuel, both by blood and marriage. Ultimately, her ancestry is unclear. That's interesting. Ultimately her ancestry is unclear. And during her 127 year life, she's enslaved in Egypt foreshadowing Israel's later bondage and is ultimately released after God sends plagues to Egypt. Now we all know the story, or at least most people know the story, that Sarah is unable to have children for most of her life. And she goes on to use a young woman who's a slave by the name of Hagar to birth Abraham's first son, Ishmael. After 90 years, God opens up Sarah's womb and she gives birth to Isaac or the son that God promised Abraham. So after securing Isaac's position in the family as Abraham's heir, Sarah largely disappears from Genesis, but she is remembered as the ancestress of her people. In this expose on the controlling spirit operating in Sarah's life, let's get a glimpse of the story. We're gonna pick the story up after Abraham was told to leave his country and go select a wife or Sarah. So in Genesis 18, angelic beings appeared to Abraham. He ran to them and bowed down before them and referred to one of them as my Lord and gave them the special treatment of hospitality with food and foot washing as it would have been custom during that day. He asked his wife, Sarah, who was back at the tent to prepare food. And he gave the food to the beings and they ate the food and they talked and asked Abraham. And this is notable. It was they. So they were all talking. They said, where is your wife? And Abraham said, she's over there in the tent. Then notice the difference in how the conversation changes. The scripture notes, then he said, and went from they said to he said, I will surely return to you at this time next year, and behold, Sarah your wife will have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door which was behind him. And now Abraham and Sarah were well old, they were stricken in years far beyond childbearing. And Sarah laughed to herself. <laughs> after I've become old, shall I have pleasure and delight with my old man in there? Do you see him? He's in there like a raisin. I'm paraphrasing. And now the person who is talking about the miracle, we can surely say that that has to be the Lord because he's the only one that can open or close a womb. So why did Sarah laugh to herself? Now someone's talking to Abraham and that someone is identified as the Lord. Why does Sarah laugh to herself saying, shall I really give birth to a child when I am so old? Is there anything too hard or difficult or wonderful for the Lord? Now we know it's the Lord. At the appointed time when the season for her delivery comes, that means she's going to get a cycle back. I will return to you and Sarah will have a son. Then the Lord asked Sarah, did you laugh? Then Sarah denied it saying, I didn't laugh Mm -mm," because she was afraid. Afraid of what? The consequences of lying to the Lord. And he, the Lord said, no, but you did laugh, sis. You laughed. Now maybe Abraham didn't hear. Maybe the people out in the in the wilderness didn't hear. The people out in the desert, but God heard it. And these same angelic beings, we just know the Lord was definitely there. They went on their way to Sodom. They were not playing no game. And you can read about Sodom and what happened when they got there on your own, but whoo. When I tell you the Lord hears conversations that don't even come out of our mouth, he knows our very thoughts. Now let's get into the controlling spirit that Sarah is contending with. It's on record that Sarah was beautiful. So from the time she was a child until even at 90 years old, we can probably see that she's still beautiful. We see people who are well up in age all the time that are still very beautiful, but we see her spirit wasn't beautiful. The story goes on that Sarah decided to get in front of God and control her own blessing. And why would she do this? She lacked faith. And so many of us have lacked faith. Let's not get it twisted. Sarah's not the only one that's got out in front of God when he was taking too long in our mind. But she searched out a younger slave woman named Hagar to have intercourse with her husband and have this baby of promise that God was talking about. Sarah shared her lack of faith in God, just like Eve shared her lack of faith in God and shared it with her husband. And then they both got off into chaos. Control leads to chaos. But God went ahead and gave Abraham that spiritual Viagra. So obviously he's moving because now Abraham's loins have come alive. God tended to Abraham's body first. That was the first clue. But Hagar was an Egyptian and probably in Sarah's eyes a younger version of herself. We will go on to see that Hagar was like her in more ways than one. So the story goes that Abraham conceived a child with Hagar. And when Hagar saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on Sarah. This had to have been a trigger for Sarah because she's been going almost a century with no child so imagine all the looks that she got imagine all of the side eyes that she got you so pretty but you don't have a baby that was Hagar's mistake she got a blessing and then she got the big head and at that point in time Sarah said get her out of here And Abraham sitting up here like, well, what, what, wait a minute. You told me to, and uh, I have a son and you going, what? And God said, just do what she says. Because how is... The promise going to come down through chaos and confusion. God is not the author of confusion, but we see again, Sarah's control led to chaos and exactly that confusion. And here's the thing. She orchestrated it, but she didn't realize that after she orchestrated this whole ordeal, how it was going to fall out. She thought she knew what she was doing, but you can't play God. People don't make good gods. Husbands, don't let a controlling wife get you in trouble with God. Do the right thing or else her control is going to lead to chaos in your life. Hagar followed her assignment, and she was weeping in the wilderness because she had to get away from Sarah. Sarah was too much, and the Lord had mercy on Hagar. She was weeping in the wilderness. Have you ever been in the wilderness through no fault of your own? Just seemed like one bad thing after one bad thing keeps happening, and you didn't do anything, just get up every day and go to work and trying to live your life? Woman, there will always be people in your life who will be jealous of you, and all you did was do what they told you to do. You carried out your assignment. Have you ever been on a job and you did what the supervisor told you to do, made the supervisor look good, and then they got jealous of you and wanted to get you out of there? It happens all the time. You're not special. It happens to everyone it's okay. Continue to be obedient. Continue to do the right thing. Hagar was weeping in the wilderness and God heard her cry and took care of not just her needs, but the needs of her child who had also done nothing wrong. God allowed that child to come so that it could be revealed to other women. Don't get in front of God. Don't try to take over because your control will lead to chaos. So we've learned from this story that Sarah had character flaws, which were pride, identity issues. Unbelief, cruelty, and she was a liar. Maybe she had some daddy issues, being pretty, and then you still can't have a child. You got all that and you can't do this. Well, you must be cursed, Sarah. Unbelief, because she had to wait a super long time for a child. God can take as long as he wants. He can do whatever he wants to do. Just show up and be obedient to what he wants to do in your life because that was a miracle. The other thing about Sarah is that she was cruel. I always make a mental book note of somebody who's cruel that tries to set you up and watch you take the bait and then watch you look like a fool. Pay very close attention to people that do those types of things because they will lie about what they did. Just like Sarah lied when the Lord said you lied and Sarah said, "Uh uh-uh, no, I didn't. Now she's telling this to the Lord. How delusional must one be? It's especially perplexing to know a woman who is beautiful, but also jealous, beautiful, but also prideful, beautiful, but also cruel, and beautiful, but also a liar. We don't often think of women in this way, but Sarah shows us that women are no strangers to sin. Praise be to God that we can learn the following things from Sarah. And that's if you've been on the side of Sarah's types of wrath, or you've been Sarah yourself, But if you've been on the receiving end, know that God knows how you have been or are being treated. He hears your pain, will not leave you comfortless, will not leave you without resources. And he will manage the Sarah in your life so you can focus on yourself and your family. I don't recall that one time did Hagar say to God, take up retribution on Sarah for me. She just cried out for herself and her son. Now, we know that Sarah was eventually blessed to have Isaac at 90 years old. That means that God gave Abraham his spiritual Viagra and then he reactivated Sarah's womb. My God, that's a whole lesson in itself. He had mercy on Sarah and he gave her grace. We could say it could have been more for Abraham's benefit because God had to show up and do what he said he was going to do regardless of Sarah's unbelief. He opened up her womb after 90 years and Isaac had a mother for 37 years because we know, as stated, she died at 127. Make no doubt about it. A person who mocks you is cruel. A person who is jealous of you is insecure. A person who lies on you is lacking morals. And a person who suffers from pride may go many, many years without getting the peaceful blessings that can only come from above. In the line of Joseph and Job, as well as others, you were picked out, picked on, and then put out, and then God will promote you. It usually happens that way. So don't get stuck in the moment. God will promote you and he'll bless you. African American woman, here are your affirmations for today My suffering will end with blessings. My suffering will end with blessings my suffering will end with blessings. I trust God with my life. I trust God with my life. I trust God with my life. I will wait as long as it takes. I will wait as long as it takes. I will wait as long as it takes. I will pray for wisdom and get it. I will pray for wisdom and get it. I will pray for wisdom and get it. I will pray for faith and get it. I will pray for faith and get it. I will pray for faith and get it. I will let God repay in His own way. I will let God repay in His own way. I will let God repay in His own way. way. I will hold no grudges. I will hold no grudges. I will hold no grudges. I will focus on doing good, I will focus on doing good, I will focus on doing good. I will be grateful, I will be grateful, I will be grateful, I will be thankful. I will be thankful, I will be thankful. Listen, you are loved, I want the best for you and for you to know that no matter what, you are not alone in any circumstance in life. Keep going and I know that things will, and I say will, get better for you. So set your eyes on the better and keep a heart of gratitude for what is going well, even if it's the fact that you woke up today. You've been listening to the June Rochelle Podcast. And if you would like some uplifting music, check out my songs on iTunes under June Rochelle. You'll be glad you did. Until next time, you are blessed. The June Rochelle Podcast.